What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. I am Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media. Welcome to Three Questions Podcast. Uh, my co-host is the lovely Erica Yokum with Virtual Personal Assistant. And our guest this week is Lauren Ruffin. Uh, Lauren is the co-founder of Crux. Good morning, Lauren. Welcome. Hey, good morning. How, how y'all doing? We are good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so normally you are here in the Albuquerque area, but you're stuck in San Francisco at the moment. Huh? That's a I terrible am. spot to be. <laughs> I am. It's better than Poughkeepsie, though. So it's. Oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are we slamming on San Francisco? I miss the city. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Well, I haven't been there in a long time. I probably wouldn't miss. I I miss my memory of the city. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, tell us what Crux is all about for those yeah. that don't know. Yeah, so Crux is, um, to my knowledge, the only cooperative of Black artists working in augmented reality and virtual reality. Um, we've been around for about five years. Um, and you know, we started off as a community that was really about amplifying the fact that there actually were Black people working in these sort of highly technical spaces and telling stories. And um, when the pandemic hit, we shifted, because I was running a large arts organization in New York, Uh, We shifted to doing virtual events, virtual conferences, so um, grew really quickly over the last two years. Um, And now we're doing just over a million dollars a year of business, um, which is which is pretty cool. So, um, you know, we're focusing on some some other sort of parts of the path, the the pipeline for um, for for creatives. So we're about to spin up a loan fund, um, raising money for that. Uh, We do a lot, but it's it's fun work. It's joyful work, most certainly work that I'm passionate about. So it's good to have the, the chance and the freedom to be able to do it. Right. And exciting. It's very exciting to have that, to have the opportunity to have it here. I mean, I think that's, yeah, congratulations on your success. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to be obtuse for a moment and just say, yeah. so explain a little more about what y'all do. I mean, In, this yeah. like cool stuff. I want to hear more. Yeah. So we do stuff like, um, well, we, we produced the International Documentary Association's conference a couple of years ago. Um, We had 3,000 filmmakers from around the world um, sort of talking about their work. Um, I always learn so much and like meet really cool people. Like I got to interview like Liver and Cox. Um, So you get to like do stuff like that. But we also work with um, a number of theater organizations to do live theater and VR. Um, And during the pandemic, it was really fun to sort of push the the boundaries of that medium um, just because people wanted to see live performance and wanted to feel a sense that they were in a community in the same space with people, but we couldn't. So we did a number of those types of productions. And then we do like weird little things. We do dance performances. We do, you know, it's, we see a little bit of, of everything. Um, some commercial work too. So work with a couple of brands, um, got to do some work with Motown um, wow. in, in Tulsa. Um, so yeah, and then just supporting um, supporting projects by artists. That are, that's really important. So, you know, related to Tulsa, there's an artist, um, Bayate Ross Smith, who did a a VR piece on um, that sort of took historical footage from the Greenwood um, massacre, um, which was last year was the hundredth anniversary, and then mm-hmm. you know, sort of used that um, to tell the story of what happened, and that that got a lot of press last year. So, yeah, yeah I mean, stuff like that. It's, it really is fun work. 
yeah, and you're bringing the arts to people that might not ordinarily be able to have it in the comfort of their living room, really. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is fun because <clears throat> I've been a virtual assistant for 12 years, and I would always have, uh, early on, I would have people go, but you're really here. And it's like, it's virtual assistance, not virtual reality, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fun to actually meet somebody in the VR space. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Wow. And long time coming. Mm -hmm. it's, so it's, really, it's, I mean, there was a, the big thing this over the Super Bowl was um, they were going to have Tupac show up in a mm -hmm. you know, going to have a hologram and all that kind of stuff and didn't happen would have been cool but I mean the, the, the halftime show was like mind blowing anyway but yeah it's nice that those kind of things are 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 coming to fruition and being better and we're seeing it more accepted into mainstream everything people aren't so freaked out about the whole idea now of virtual reality and yeah I, but i'm not going into the metaverse i'm not yeah where <laughs> you are you probably are no <laughs> it's probably gonna happen yeah. not meta not facebook's metaverse okay. though. well no. i you know <laughs> so so lauren how has uh so really it sounds like um the past two years has really helped bring up your business as opposed to having a negative impact, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about that a lot. It's weird being a black owned business. Um, we were sort of the only one at the intersection of, of virtualness of, of, and, and, you know, with George Floyd's murder, um, you know, we got a lot of inbound there because of that. And we talk a lot about what do you do with growth that comes out of like such trauma and hardship? Like, should we be grateful about it? Or, you know, it's, it's a little hard to process. And I think our co-op, our co-op still is. Right. But yeah, we, we have grown. I mean, that's that's mm -hmm. undeniable. And we continue to have a lot of inbound. Um, it's February. So uh, Black History Month, everybody wants to talk to black people. So right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just nonstop. My inbox is a nightmare right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the surface, there's 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 plus and minuses to this. Right. But on the surface, I think the pandemic has really helped um, support all DEI initiatives, really, because it's it's brought it to the surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think there's a sense of, of interconnectedness, right? right. Like, yeah. um, and it's one of the things I, I love about Albuquerque is, you know, our, um, our particular mix of, of races and ethnicities, um, you know, it's, we're so different from the rest of the country um, right. that mm -hmm. we're able to have conversations and we're able to do interventions to help people during a pandemic that you really didn't see. Um, being possible. My my wife works for the for the state department of education, and oh, some of the work they they did, you know, in terms of getting food to, to students to their families during the pandemic was was revolutionary. We didn't talk about it a whole lot, but it was really um, really community driven, really focused, and was able. You know, we had bus drivers keeping their jobs while making sure families who relied on free and reduced price meals were. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think that sort of work and that sort of community connectedness in New Mexico was really was really incredible to see. It. it I would it, like it. to. <clears throat> seen us show up on the top of that list you know right. we're always shown at the bottom of every list it'd be nice to show it be <clears throat> have some of those positive spotlights shown mm -hmm. yes. sure. yeah yeah it'll yeah. be interesting to see how uh, what comes through today in the final day of the legislature if if um i really hope that they that the teachers pay raises and all the things that they're trying to put forth get prod mm -hmm. get approved today by the governor yeah, I'm still I hope hoping so for the hundred percent 
uh, lottery scholarship because I got a kid heading to college. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I saw a tweet. I mean, I've been out of it because I've been I've been in in San Francisco, but um, I thought Nora Sackett said that that free college was had happened. I think she tweeted it this morning. Uh, uh, oh, really? Oh, I did yeah. not see that. That would be yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Fingers yeah. crossed. For sure. Right. All right. So <laughs> how have you, I mean, so what, have you had to make any changes in the business I mean, mm -hmm. or in your life through all of this crazy pandemicness? Yeah. I mean, the biggest change that we're making right now is we've been getting asked for a long time to do more financing of creative projects. Mm. Um, so we've, we've raised some money. Um, we'll probably end up raising around $10 million, $10 million in the next couple of years to, to do a loan fund, um, wow. sort of very, very low interest loans for creatives around the country. Um, wow. So that's exciting work that I'm passionate about. I'm doing a residency at Arizona State University to you know build an algorithm there to sort of help us do character-based lending. Um, people's credit scores have really suffered during the pandemic. We don't talk about that enough. Um, but, you know, creators in particular have had a really, really hard time. Um, so, you know, making sure that people have the capital to be entrepreneurs, um, like y'all, I think is so important. Um, it gives people a sense of freedom and, and ownership over their lives and their work. Um, and, you know, working in corporate, working for somebody else really stinks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just talk like, about that. All the time. Yeah, it really, it really stinks. So, you know, as, as often as I can sort of put a middle finger up to the man um, and sort of help other people do that, I'm, I'm so here for it. I would just totally here for it. Yay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've, we've talked about being unemployable at this point and, and yeah. the whole idea yeah. of being a, of being a, because, yeah, I was a cubicle dweller for eons, it feels oh, like. no, not the cubicle. <laughs> anything but, yeah. yeah. Anything but, anything yeah. but the cubicle. Yeah. Right. I know, well. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just like teleported back for a moment and like decorating the, the gray, you know, what, yeah. what I can fit into the. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's, wow, that's amazing work. I, I got to ask, how did you get started in all this? This that's is a good question. You know, I, well, I got fired from a job. I got fired from a job, which led me to say yes, pretty much immediately to a job in the arts which I knew nothing about. I was, I was in DC working in human services, you know, food pantries, homeless shelters, foster care, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and said yes to the arts. And from there just started learning. There's, um, and there's, I thought there were like, I, I did the whole, like there, I'm tired. Like I'm working with poor people for so long. I'm burnt out. Um, it'll be nice to work in the arts where people are like sort of rich and sexy. Yeah, um, right. And then I got there and it was like, oh, these people are poor too. But no, they're, like, <laughs> they're just poor and sexy. They're, they're poor and sexy, you know, like they have so much proximity to wealth. Um, so that was sort of the thing. And then I called Trump a fascist and people were like, oh, this, she seems interesting and kind of fiery. Um, so it's been, it's just been a fun wild ride, but I don't know. I like to say yes to stuff. Like I just, I think you get stuck. I called otherwise. Trump a fascist and I got called a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. Um, yeah, but that's my arch trajectory. But it, it is interesting getting to, you know, for someone who I grew up in a really small town in New Jersey, has the oldest rodeo in the country. That was my first job was working in a rodeo. Um, oh, wow. So to think about like having these moments where I'm like at Sundance and Tribeca and doing the stuff, it's it's still like totally surreal. Right. Um, but you get to see the inequity. Like people are, everyone's struggling a little bit. And I just sort of want to make that a little bit better. Just have people, just a little bit of an easier path than they had, you know, otherwise. Yeah. So it's amazing that we're coming back to working for ourselves and independence and stuff where 
that's where we started. And it, then the then the Fords of the world came along and invented mm -hmm. conveyor belts and things like that. And suddenly things got we got pulled into offices and pulled into huge corporations. And now it's it's almost like it, we have to relearn all those skills that right. you know a hundred years ago. That's what you did. Like I have bread, you have chickens. Let's swap. You know all that kind of stuff. And and working as a community. There were there. I mean, I, I I hear stories and read stories. You know, people didn't let their neighbors starve during the the Dust Bowl, if at all possible, yeah. because everybody pulled together and say. And that and we look back at that and go, oh, wow, that was so. No, that was just life. That yeah. was how you lived your life. And it seems why is that so foreign to us now that we have to you know we have to really stop and think. Oh, I I want to make a a point of helping people around me. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's, it is weird. And, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's a strange thing. And I, we didn't consent to any of that. You know, like no one, no one asked us if we wanted, if we wanted that sort of growth or that sort of disconnectedness, but, you know, right. folks have been writing about it for, you know, 30, 40 years. And, you know, I think it's sort of time for us to really rethink how we organize and how we, how we sort of build um, together. Right. Well, I've always right. said the American yeah. America is a, is is always on a pendulum, and we're never happy here. We've always got to go to one extreme or another, really, for for anything to transformative to happen. It, we have to be at some extreme or another. We're an extreme country, right? We mm -hmm. just that's where we flourish or falter is in the extremes. Like nobody's happy. Just like wow, everything's really going smoothly. Let's stay here. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, Let's no, follow no. Dick into the presidency and see where that takes us. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, and it depends on your perspective and, well, and yeah. who you ask, right? I mean, uh, because um, you know, if if you're white and, and and male, then yeah, everything's been kind of peachy for you. But <laughs> if you are, if you're not white and you happen to be. Uh, female, say, identified, and um, black, and a lesbian, and look at where you are now. Look at how far you have come. It gives me goosebumps. Congratulations. I mean, really, it's, you've obviously made some really great choices. I, you know, I don't know if, um, I think it's better to be lucky than good. I think I've always been pretty lucky. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll go and, with that. Yeah. 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 You know, like, yeah. I mean, Me too. But, yeah. but yeah, it is. It's been a, it's been a pretty wild four years. So, mm -hmm. you know, I got, hopefully yeah. I got another 40, 40 in me to keep it, keep it going, you know? Right. But right. if you wind up there <clears throat> because you're lucky, but managed to pull a bunch of people up with you because <laughs> of your strength, then right. That makes yeah. them lucky too. So that yeah. it's, it's all good. It's all good. Right. However, yeah, it happens, it's, all it's good. good right? Yeah. 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 Is there <laughs> Do you have any um, big, do you have any takeaway or anything that you'd like to share with listeners on, I don't know, any advice or anything? I guess, that, yeah. 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 I'm quiet. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Somebody asked me this question a couple months ago and I really screwed it up. I gave a really <laughs> awful answer. So I probably should have, I should have been thinking that someone would ask me that question again. Um, uh, I think what I would leave people with is the world's changing a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I happen to be working sort of at the bleeding edge of that change. I think there's so much opportunity. Um, so I, you know, when I'm talking to my classes I teach or, or whatever, I tell people like sort of spend time building your risk muscle. 
like sort of develop that appetite for risk because there's so much there's so much opportunity um, happening right now. And I think the disconnect between um, what people who are um, thinking about and building, who are working in the t technology space or so even or, or solidarity economy spaces actually, which you know are often you know the co-op space. There's a lot of exciting stuff coming out of there. Um, and then what average people are sort of people who aren't in those spaces are thinking about. Um, there's a divide, but I want more people to move into the gap. Um, and so yeah. it does like getting sort of moving out of your comfort zone is, is risky and scary, but I think it can change your life. Um, like I, you know, I said, I got fired and there was a recruiter who had been calling me for, for weeks and weeks that I didn't want to take. I was going to want to work in the arts. And I was like, well, I just got fired. Let's say yes to this. And I've been saying yes ever since. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's, the, I think that's the jam. I think we just have to have to try new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. Well, great. It's great advice. It's terrifying advice because you know, <laughs> yeah, especially a middle-aged white woman going, hmm. Uh, I know. I can do more. I can do more. I can do more. I can. I can do more. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. I can do it. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> Very cool. So if folks want to reach out to find more about you, how do, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Ruffin. Easy. At Ruffin. At Ruffin. All right. Yeah. So that's I'm the easiest way to get me. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter. I don't, I retweet a lot. I actually, I don't, but I'm on there reading all the time. It's where I do all my learning. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll see, I'll see your message if you, if you want to holler at me there. Very cool. Well, that's super easy. Yeah, I have a friend who's who's very very active on Twitter, and so I see her a lot of every. And she's very political and, and all. And and it's so fast. I'm amazed. You're like you you really have to be fast on Twitter because it's yeah. literally a conversation with 15 people in one room, all going at 90 miles an hour. It's a it's yeah, a, just talking past each other. And I like to be on the sideline just watching that train wreck. It's like right. I'm, I'm such a I'm such a lurker. Um, I'm always on there, but I'm like, I'm just reading being like, what are these crazy people talking about now? Oh um, yeah. I'll go search. Why is this trending? Yeah. Did someone die? You know? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. happened? Yeah, totally. Totally. Awesome. Well, thanks for inviting me on. This was really, yeah. this was like really yeah. thanks. Thanks so much for being a guest this morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This great. This is very cool. I'm going to go, I'm going to go read some more on your site and I, yeah, I want to find out some more about you because this is very, I like Pam was like, isn't this a friend of yours? And I said, uh, no, I don't know who this person is. So we were, it was awesome because it was like, yay. I'm not great at Twitter. Like, like I'm not, I'm not playing out a household name. I like to keep it on the profile. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you no, know, no. Thanks, thanks for reaching out. And um, if ever I can do anything to help, please let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Very absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks everybody for listening today. And have a great rest of your day. Yeah. <laughs> what does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.